We're talking hockey. Raldi, no rapper, talking hockey. AQ fucking Shipley. Hello and welcome to That's Hockey Talk. I am your host, Nick Morado. It's a beautiful night for talking hockey on the internet. That magical sound, that sensational singing voice you just heard is our pal of the pals, our north of the border friend at Bubba Gumpino. Gumps, how you doing, brother? All as well, my friend, watching the Cougars get taken out back by the Montreal Canadiens, my friend. You mentioned it in the song. You're looking at this big, handsome face right down here right now. No rupper tonight. He's off. He had other obligations. Guy's got like 16 jobs. He's working one of those. So we had a fill-in. We had an old friend, an old hockey guy himself, A.Q. Shipley, uh, not a Stanley Cup champion, but a Super Bowl champion. Uh, we had to dust him off, pull him out of the closet. AQ's here. He's excited, fired up. AQ, how are you, brother? I'm fantastic. I don't know why you guys took a year and a half off from this show. I've been waiting for the call. Oh, oh, my God. Uh, glad we're back, boys. I'm glad we're back. Glad we're back. Let's get right to it. No need to waste any time tonight. Live currently as we speak, as we are live on this very program, the Penguins, your Pittsburgh Penguins, are taking on the Washington Capitals in Washington on TNT. AQ, the Pens have lost seven straight. It's the longest such losing streak since 2006, since Crosby's rookie year. Uh, It's embarrassing. It's disgusting. It's despicable what more can you really say about it i know you've been watching as many games as you can especially the pens what are your thoughts uh so far tonight and on this uh recent stretch as a whole here for this team i couldn't be more disappointed i've been fired up i've been fired up for the start of the season they go get Latang. they go get malkin back they get petri petri obviously he looks like a fucking petri dish right now <laughs> It's unbelievable. This group, I was so fired up for this group to start the season, and all they're doing is disappointing me. I don't know if they got it anymore. I don't know. I mean, Crosby still does. He's still scoring. He's still doing some things. Genzi's still doing some things. rest of the group stinks. A lot of odd man rushes against. A lot of undisciplined play. It's very un-Mike Sullivan-like. I don't think Sully's job is in jeopardy. I think he's kind of secured that. Even though this is a long losing streak for for the Penguins' taste, you can still rip off you know four or five wins in a row and kind of climb back into it. Maybe that's being the optimistic fan. That's trying to be uh, on looking on the bright side of things. How do you how do you get there though? Like. Do you need to make changes in the locker room? Do you need to fire an assistant coach or something? I don't know. I don't know if Hextall is that kind of uh, motivator. I don't know if he's that kind of GM. I know Brian Burke is. I know Brian Burke will do whatever it takes. But I'm interested to see where this goes. A bit of a slow start for them tonight. The Capitals are banged up. Like They've been hanging in every game. I give a lot of credit to the Washington Capitals. They're missing guys all throughout their lineup, and not just like pieces. We're talking like guys. We're talking dogs. Yeah. Oh, she's missed time. Kuznetsov has missed time with the suspension. Uh, Ovi's been the constant. Carlson's missed time. Backstrom hasn't played yet. Ovi's been the constant. He's still scoring, what, three straight games? He's like a couple now behind Gordie Howe. I think 13 goals for passing Gordie Howe's second all-time on the goals list. He's still getting it done. Um, dumps. What do you What's think about James? What's what do you think about these two teams right now? Yeah, like go ahead. What's changed since the Penguins' hot start? Like, what what's the difference here? Uh, they were scoring about six goals a game 
to yeah. in that hot start. And then, you know, they're still scoring a little bit, but they're giving up so many odd man rushes. I, I've, I've so said it many. a million times, Nick. Uh, I'm sorry. Jari is not a, a number one. He's I know you're not a Jari guy, even I though know he's a we, PC we, boy, even I though he's know. up from Surrey. We go down this road every fucking year, and at the end of the year, we always get to the point where it's like, uh, maybe he's okay, maybe he's not. Like, you need that fucking number one, dude, and I just don't know if he's ever going to be it. Maybe. I mean, we can make the point maybe he doesn't get it done in the playoffs because, you know, he's had the injuries and he had that meltdown against the Islanders, but, like, it's a two-time NHL All-Star, like, He's shown he can do it in the regular season at the very least. Right now, though, he he does not look sharp. The Smith, not a lot of faith in the backup there oh, either. He might be better There's, off with you back. Should have kept health. fucking Domingue, dude. Louis Domingue was a fucking heart and soul. Louis... Louis, Louis was a he could fire you up for a game or two, you know, but he didn't have the staying power. Let's say uh, he, well, he provided a little juice for a game or we'll, two. But. We'll always have the playoffs of Louis Domingue almost taking the Penguins to the next round. Yep, the, if Crosby have, didn't go, got it, dude. He would we'll always have it. spicy pork, and then we'll always have that fucking game <laughs> seven goal that shot thirty feet in the air. <laughs> it was like game six. I can't even remember. It. Hey, good for him, right? He got he got paid out of that, right? Like he got a, a little, little bit. Yeah, he got, he got a little. A little scratch, got a little scrilla in his pocket, yeah. a little scroll. Uh, <laughs> what's what's going on with the Coovers, Gump? Right before we went live here, I know uh, Vancouver's putting together a couple wins after that terrible start. You said they took a penalty, what thirty seconds in, and then immediately gave up a goal to the Abs. They're down, they're down two nothing. They took a penalty five seconds in and let a goal in fifty seconds in. It was a regular hot start. Uh, they may have won four of six. But this team is fucking oh, it is it is road hockey, dude. If their goalie's not making fifty saves and standing on his head, they have no chance. Spencer Martin last night had like thirty-five saves. I think the Canucks had ten shots and they're winning three-two. Like they are wide open, dude. They have no fucking defense. Well, Habs almost scored again, dude. It's not quite, not quite a recipe for success, but they're stringing it together. We're getting word out of uh, Vancouver. I know you heard some rumblings and some whispers, and maybe there's too many cooks in the kitchen. A lot of guys uh, getting their hands in what's going on there. I know Jim Rutherford fucking uh, just threw everyone under the bus the other day talking to the media. He loves to do that. Jimmy, uh, Jim, oh, Jim, yeah. Jimmy Rutherford is it? Classic throw under the bus guy. GMJR. <laughs> he'll, he'll shoot straight from the hip right to the reporters and just let it eat. And, you know, I'm sure BBQ Bruce is is very happy about that. I'm sure the GM, Patrick Alvin, is super pumped about that. But, you know, you, that's one that's one way to motivate guys, I suppose, is to get it out there in the media. Um, the Habs, on the other hand, you know, they are what they are, rebuilding team, trying to figure it out along the way. Uh They've got some offensive talent. They're still trying to figure it out on the defensive side of the puck as well, too. Seen that a lot this year, guys. Like, no one really has defense figured out. I feel nobody, like everyone's just not, trying to play looked, offense. And it's entertaining. Name, name, name one team that's stood out that looks very good right now. Uh, I will say Vegas and the Bruins. I, Vegas and the Bruins. But outside Vegas of that. And the, uh, yeah. But I don't – like, I think the Bruins could keep it going. Vegas will – are going to crash and burn at some point. I don't know if they'll, they'll crash they'll, and burn, maybe come back down to earth a little bit. But 
you know, you never like, do it over a full season. We they do this every fucking year. Stoner gets hurt. You yeah, know, true. Can Logan Thompson last the whole season? First year number one. Uh, you look at like Edmonton. Uh, oh, how about Evander Kane last night? AQ, did you Jesus. see what happened to Evander Kane? That's Patty Maroon. scary. Patty Maroon gets a little flyby, right? Like, obviously not intended, right? But yeah, dude, that was some scary shit, man. Like, you dude. saw the panic in him when he got up and went to the. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. immediate. Like, put the pressure on the wrist and go, man. Like, that was scary. And good thing he did, and uh, he was taken right to the local hospital. Apparently, they took care of him there. He's going to miss, what is it, uh, I think three to four months. Yeah, four to six. So, he's going to miss some time. That's a big blow because when he came over, he kind of, like, changed the dynamic of that team last year. And he, he, like, fit in right away, scoring a ton of goals. And I saw firsthand watching uh, pretty closely that Penguins game where they were up. That kind of put them – on this schneid that they're on, they were up in that oh, game. Oh no! And then Kane Another and David Drysdale oh. took over, and Penguins haven't been the same since. So I got to see the difference Evander Kane can make up close and personal, and that's a tough, tough blow for Edmonton to overcome. But then again, you got Drysdale, you got McDavid. They're both leading the league in points. They're two of the best players in the world right now. If any, if if a team was built to withstand it, it's that team. Goaltending. Habs just sniped another one. What do we got? What do we got? Three, three, three bagel abs right now, 10 minutes in. The Coopers are in shambles, dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they but. Keep, they keep zooming in on barbecue brews. But call me crazy. We're how 10 minutes in the first period? That's a lot of time to come back. And we've seen very <laughs> similar comebacks, in the especially in the NHL the past couple years. Used to go up 3 nothing. That used to be a death sentence. Now oh, yeah. you're seeing comebacks of any deficit. I, you know, again, the Penguins, we saw with the Bruins. 5-2, the Penguins blow that lead. The Bruins come back and win in overtime. And Vancouver, for all their faults, defensive and goaltending, they, they can, can score. They can score. So you can see them climbing their way back into this eventually if Bruce can get the boys settled it's down. starting to worry them. about Demko a bit here too, man. Like I know he's been hung out to dry, but goddamn. He yeah. hasn't had one of those games where he stands on his head. Like he's one and six, dude. One and fucking six. It's tough. It's like uh sometimes you don't want to blame the goaltender because it's the easy thing to do. But also other times you look at the situation and it's like sometimes like the goalie's allowed to make a save. Like they're allowed to bail you out when you're playing terribly. And it doesn't always have to be, well, they're hanging them out the dry. It's like, yeah, they are hanging them out the dry, but sometimes you need a guy to stand on his head and just steal like even a period, even a period or a game to kind of get some momentum going and give guys their confidence back. And we haven't seen that in a lot of places. Uh, we talked about uh, Vander Kane. Uh, we talked about some goaltending here. We're talking about Penn's caps. It's going on live on TNT. It looks like the first intermission now. How about, uh, speaking of disappointing performances, how about uh, last night in Buffalo? Buffalo had the Coyotes come to town. Buffalo's been kind of putting some things together. They they look like a player in the Atlantic Division this year. Uh, then the, all of a sudden they go and drop a game 4-1 to the Yotes. And uh, to add insult to injury, the fucking Zambonis break down. They got to tow the Zamboni. They had to get another Zamboni out to tow the Zamboni. Josh Allen's elbows hurting them. The hockey team, Zamboni's breaking down. What's going on in Buffalo? The whole city goes to shit after a strip sack fumble. What the fuck? 
Ted's heads are falling off. Things are finally looking up in Buffalo. The football team's rolling. They look incredible. The hockey team's getting massive wins. Like, the Sabres fans, man, they are – they don't get enough credit for being a little bit Bills Mafia light. You know, they're not going through the tables. They're not squirting the ketchup and the mustard. But, like, they'll show up and pack that place out. They're a very passionate fan base. We're not shitting on them. There's just not a lot else to do in Buffalo. So they really get behind their sports teams, the Sabres especially. And they haven't had a team to get behind in so long. The whole dynamic and breakdown between Jack Eichel and the ownership there and what happened there, that was kind of like the last straw for a lot of people, I feel like. Now here we go out of the gates. They got a good young team. They got Alex Tuck come back. The, he's from around there. He's playing well. They're giving him some hope. And the fucking Zamboni breaks down and they lose to the Yotes at home. Can't have it. The Yotes have, have been fighting a bit, though. You got to give the Yotes some credit, man. They've, I mean, they're not great, but they have been fighting in games at least. Like they've yeah. won a few. They, yeah, they have, and, and I think that's more already than people would have get would have thought at the beginning there. But I give the Yotes credit for this. They probably love going on the road, getting in some real facilities. AQ, you can speak to this as as I'm, as I'm, a. Uh, I haven't special. been to a game yet, but I've heard. I mean, you're on top of them, right? Like the atmosphere. Oh yeah, I'm sure the atmosphere in the arena is great. Every fucking game, AQ. But I'm talking AQ as a player going into those locker rooms, and you you know, like you've been you've been in a couple different places in the NFL. You know when a building and an organization have it right, like they have their shit together. Like you, please speak a little bit about this because, like, it's just a Rupp always talks about like when you went to New York versus playing in like New Jersey. It's like the little things, like the Rangers would get you a car service, like they take care of your laundry, they do all these little things for you. Arizona, they're getting dressed in a hallway with curtains around it, and even the home locker room looks like shit. It's, I mean, it's meant for a, a college team. Like, what, what, what kind of element can that add like what can that do to your your psyche how can that affect you oh it affects everything i mean because you know that from the top of the organization you're not going to get first class shit you know that it starts there and everything's trickle down effect right so like i remember when i went to baltimore i don't know if you guys have ever seen the baltimore ravens practice practice facilities no they're absurd under armor uh kevin plank owner of under armor yep a ton of money, got the naming rights to the facility. This thing looks like a castle that just popped up in the middle of England. Like it is immaculate. And from the top down, you know, it's first class. I was in Pittsburgh. They do things from the top down first class. Most of the organizations I went to do, but you know, damn well, like whenever it's something like that and they're trying to figure out which city we're going to play in next. And they just, plop you down in the middle of sharing with a college team and you're dressing in a hallway, like you very easily could build a makeshift locker room and knock it down if you really gave a shit about your guys, right? Instead of just worrying about the top dollar, right? And so that's kind of – it trickles down. The players see it, and then it's like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, I'm just here for a paycheck. I'm not here for the camaraderie. I'm not here to bring the whole group together and get to know the guys in and out. I'm showing up. I'm doing my job. I'm collecting my paycheck, and I'm working out and i'm hoping in three years when i'm up for free agency i'm going somewhere good you know yeah and how easy is that to fall into that mindset because we talk about that a lot on pat show you guys you guys who've played always bring it up like that uh that mindset of like oh, i'm just showing up just gonna do my job and then get the hell out of here like that's a 
I don't want to say toxic, but it almost is in a sense because it's like you really got to be like looking out for each other. You got to be communicating. You got to be lively, especially in hockey, too. Those guys got to be talking on the ice. They got to be supporting one another. And if they're not, if they're just out there, like you said, collecting a paycheck, just going through the motions, like that shows up and it, it'll rip through your locker room pretty quick, I would imagine. It, there's always that there's always that voice talking to you, right? Like, hey, hey, you know, just get this check and get in, get the fuck out, right? But like you have to find ways to motivate. You have to find ways to get that chip. Winning is hard, period. No matter what sport you're in, no matter what team you're on, winning is hard. And the one negative that coaches, period, I don't give a shit what sport you're in, I guarantee it. For instance, right? Like if you're um if you're the Penguins and you're playing, I don't know, who's the fucking Coyotes, let's just say, right? And you beat them 3-2 in overtime, right? Like it was yeah. a much closer game than it should have been. The coaches will make you feel after that game like it's a loss. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. when it's fucking when, – when, when it's a grind and you're sitting there winning games and they're still making you feel like you lost, and then when you do win, like, the games, like, where it's really good, it's still like, let's critique this and make it feel like a loss – you got to find ways to make it fun. You got to find ways to stay in, in it, stay energized, stay within the group. And that's probably the hardest thing in professional sports because money's involved, right? It's very easy to fall into that trap of like, Hey, I'm making, I'm making 6 million bucks, like whatever it is. Right. Like, yeah, just collect this check and keep it moving. So you're right. I mean, it's, it's a very hard trap to fall into. And that's why it's such a cliche term, but you hear about it everywhere in every sport and every locker room. Culture is so important. And it's usually from the guys before. And now on the flip side of that, you look at like the Coyotes brass, the front office, their management, like to an extent, they almost might be wanting that to happen because here you are, you got no arena. You're sharing an arena with a college team. You're, you tore this thing down to the bare bones. You're going to try and add talent through the draft and eventually free agency because no one's going to sign there until you get something going, some kind of momentum. Uh, you assume they're, for lack of a better term, tanking. Like they've gotten rid of all most of the talent there this offseason and are trying to put together a team that's going to finish at or near the bottom for a shot at Connor Bedard, who's supposed to be one of the next ones, you know, maybe he's not Connor McDavid, but he's going to be a highly, highly talented player in next year's draft. And there's already talk like, Hey, if you're him, like, why would you, and Arizona, why would you want to go there? Fucking nightmare. They're they're talking about pulling the old Eli Manning or the Eric Lindros of saying like, Hey, I'm not playing for you. Like you better fucking, you better trade that pick or trade my rights because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start my career there in that fashion. And it's hard to blame them at this point. Like you're I I don't want to keep piling on, but you have to. You are the NHL is a legitimate league. I know they're the f- fourth of the major four, but like you can't have this going on if you want legitimacy. And people struggle to understand like why that team is still in Arizona. Um because of the TV market, to be honest, it's like the fifth largest or it's at least top 10, I'm pretty sure, one of the fourth TV market. It's the fourth largest city in the country. I don't know about TV market. but It's It's massive TV market for for what the NHL's intents and purposes are, yeah. So there's a lot to be said for that in establishing, like, the the whole uh, sunshine belt in the hockey world and getting down there into the south, like Gumpy's Texas hockey has turned out to be a success story. We've seen Tampa Bay turn out to be a success story. Florida's starting to figure it out now, and it took them a while, but they're – 
becoming competitive night in and night out. So, like, you need that to grow as a league. Look, we're seeing the NFL go to Europe to start playing games. The NHL has a global presence, but you're not really making a ton of money off of that. So until you can get things secured at home, then you can start looking overseas. But, like, can't have a team, a professional franchise, playing and sharing with a college arena. You just can't do it. Um, what's it like there? You live in Arizona. Like, yeah, I mean, forgive, forgive me if I'm – I mean, I should probably know this, but is there a long-term plan? Like, do they have a long-term arena plan out here? They're trying. I guess they're trying to get funding. They're working with the city. No, and the- they still don't have anything. No. Hilarious. Okay. No. So you're out there. Like, like, is this team even like a blip on the radar? Like, do pe- are people wearing jerseys? Is it in conversation at all? Like, <laughs> it can't be, right? Can't be. And they fucking telling you, like, <laughs> it's funny. You're you're laughing, but like. <laughs> They're, they, I looked into getting season tickets because I'm like, oh, they're terrible, right? Like they, they're bad. Like they have to like be willing to like be almost wanting to give these things away. I'm like, listen, like I could probably get like seats on the glass, like pretty good price. They're charging the same thing that the Penguins are charging. Hell yeah! And I'm like, <laughs> all right, you fuckers. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well, I guess you're not gonna get my business. I mean, I'll just wait till the Penguins come here once a year and. Get my tickets on the glass. Are people table. paying it though? The, the arena only holds like forty seven hundred to five thousand. Like, is it packed every night? Like, are people going? Do you know? It's a great question. It's a great question. Yeah, See, how many days a week are you wearing a Coyotes tarp? AQ three, four, yeah, zero. And I and it's funny. Like, <laughs> I mean, I go out to restaurants every weekend for the most part, and I never see anybody. I mean, you see, not even a Shane, not even a Shane Doan throwback. It's funny. If you do see a jersey, that's what you're seeing. Oh, yeah. Either that or an Epson Larson. I'm glad you mentioned uh, that you're going out to (laughs) restaurants. And everyone here should check out AQ's new podcast, The Bobble Exchange with Drew Stanton. Uh, They're telling some incredible stories. I see he's getting into the the, uh, gambling world. You guys are giving out locks and picks. But you mentioned going to restaurants. Uh, I know you're a big foodie. So I want to take this moment to share with you. We finally got a new sponsor, AQ, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. This is uh, happy to announce that That's Hockey Talk is presented to you tonight by American Dream Nut Butter. And this isn't that kind of nut butter. This is legitimate. We got cashew butter. We got peanut butter. And we got almond butter. This is Strawberry Blast. Look at this. Look at this beautiful packaging. Beautiful. Top-notch. Uh, this is I Dream of Cookies and Cream. Oh, wow. Cashew butter. And this is, uh, this is Brianne's blend cookie batter. That's peanut uh, butter right there. That's right up my alley. But uh, it is also go, high protein, yeah. low carb, Love that. Keto. low sugar, handcrafted. Get rid of those fatty desserts or replace it with some American Dream nut butter. Watch your body composition change. And, and... With uh, with November 11th coming up here, just a couple days away, uh, I, I should say uh, American Dream Nut Butter recognizes that this country is built upon sacrifice of American heroes, okay? Which is why they're proud to honor the brave veterans, active duty officers, first responders serving. Uh, and each month they package jars of their handcrafted delicious butter spread to be sent out to those American heroes. And... And 
the folks stationed overseas who could use a nice taste at home, I'm sure. So shout out to American Dream Nut Butter. Go check them out. There's a link in the description uh, of this YouTube live. If you click that link, it has our code in it. It'll give you a little discount so you can get this stuff shipped right to your door. Uh, we appreciate them. Uh, shout out. Thank oh, you. We'll send you some too. We're going to start sending some to the guests. And I know you used to be a host, you used to be regular. Life got in the way. You're doing football. We know football's king. Still am a regular. Name. You see the name? Still am a regular. You see the name. Yeah, 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 yeah. But don't worry. We'll hook you up. We'll get you. We'll get some sent your way as well. Um, We got Penn's Caps is intermission. Uh, Still 3-0 over there in uh, Cooverland. First intermission, my friend. Three bagel for the habit hole. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. AQ, did you see the uh, the Flyers uh, wearing their reverse retros yes. last night? And then they brought the Cooperalls. They brought the pants uh-huh. out for pregame warm-ups. I wore those for the whole fucking game, dude. How awesome is that? I mean, it's is Philly is Philly good this year? Well, we've had that th- talk a lot on this show early, right? Because teams can still go on a on a big run, right? But, like, they, they're still a talented team. They're still trying to win it, right? We've talked about that a lot. Obviously, they're missing Sean Couturier bad, but, like, Carter Hart has been playing lights out. And I and I, what happened yesterday, Gumpy, he got he, – he was supposed to start, and then, la, like, maybe, like, an hour before the game, they announced that he was going to be out. Was it an illness or something? But, like, yeah, he's been – an illness. It was weird. It was really close to game time, too. He's been, this season, the guy so they good. thought – what he was supposed to be. Yeah, and uh, Torts has that effect, man. Like, Torts, I don't know how sustainable it is, but Torts will get the – it's the old uh, phrase, and I don't want to disrespect these guys because they're NHL players. Like, they're more talented than I could ever dream to be, but, like, of making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Like, the Flyers don't have the most talented roster in the league right now, but Torts will squeeze and grind and get every last ounce of effort out of you, and it's working so far. Like, they're they're – Playing there, it's his system is impossible not to buy into. I feel like, and you got guys like putting their bodies in the line, blocking shots, getting in the lanes, and that's what it's all about. You see, guys make careers off of it. Like Ryan Callahan became a household name playing for Torts and doing that kind of thing. So I think Philly's in that phase right now. Will it wear off eventually? I hope so, as a Penguins fan, and I think so, as someone who's watched Torts teams before. And uh, just looking at the roster of the Flyers, but who knows? I mean, if you're a Philly fan, you got to be enjoying this ride. That fucking Phillies were just in the World Series. The Eagles look like the best team in the NFL, and the Flyers are playing lights out. It's as good of a fucking yeah, city cards. as it is. Like when it comes to fans, yeah. that place has to be on fire right now, right? Yeah, I would imagine. If you have I, a good goalie, you always have a chance, right? Like, if Carter Hart's playing well, they got a fucking chance. I don't care what anybody says. No matter what your team is like, if you have a good – Carey Price more or less single-handedly took the Montreal Canadiens to a Stanley Cup. Like, that yeah. team squeaked in the playoffs, went on a run. Like, if you get in the playoffs with a good goalie, you have a fucking chance, man. And then, like, it carries over, too. Like, if you have that goaltender, like – it can have an effect where it inspires guys where like, okay, we can take a few more chances because we know he's back there and he's going to save our asses if something goes south. Like, and that, that's what I feel like is missing from a lot of teams right now who we expected to do well, you know, like Nashville is off to a poor start. The Penguins obviously had an okay start and then went into the tank a little bit. Um, The Leafs were struggling there very early on. And, you know, they signed Matt Murray in the off season. You could say what you want about that move, but, 
he was supposed to be the guy, and now you're relying on backups, and it's hard to do that. Like, look at Boston. Look at what Lena Solmark was last season compared to this year, and Swayman had that run last year where he won all those games, and now not playing his A game this year, but Linus is, and they are unbelievable in front of him. You know, Detroit, same thing. Like, for some reason, Billy Huso plays, they win, but they're not playing him every night. They're flopping back and forth. So goaltending – we, we take it for granted, but at the same time, it's so important. It's so valuable, and it's, you, you got to capitalize on it when you have it. Look at Vasilevsky. I mean, he's been the backbone of that Lightning team for the past, what, three, four years now and all those cups they've won, and he's still, like, battling every single night. Even though their talent in front of him has decreased a little bit, he still gives them a shot every single night. It doesn't matter who they're going against. Connor Hellebuck and the Jets. Bones knows. Dude, the Jets are fucking going, man. The Bo- Bones is fucking – he's got those boys – Bones is he's not like obviously different mentality than Torts, but yeah. Bones knows how to fucking get the best out of his players and how to build the team. Like the Jets are rolling right now. They, they won three in a row. They're seven two and one in the last ten. And like Bones knows that that team is built to like basically rely on Connor Hellebuck, and they're doing it. And yeah. They're insulating him a little bit, and it's working too. Like look, dude, we're looking at the Central. Like this is Colorado ran away with it last year. They're in third right now, and it's not like Winnipeg and Dallas are tied with 17 points each at the top. No one expected them to be oh, leading yeah. that division at this point. Like Chicago's hanging around, and the Blues, the Blues, what's going on with the Blues, Blues, Blues? Six points on the season? That's tough. That is tough. That's tough. You can't, yeah, you can't You can't roll into a season with fucking Thomas Griezmann on the roster, dude. I'm, I'm tired of you. the NHL. I'm tired Dude, of slander. Don't Thomas fucking Grice. tell me Thomas Grice is a fucking backup in the NHL. I'm right tired now, of you, dude. slander Thomas Grice. He was a Check quality his backup. Stats on the season, dude. He's having that a tough go a, this year. Yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> get him out. I'll get I'll get someone in here to tell you about Tommy Grice and to tell you about stats and all that. Let's go to the hockey aficionado himself. <laughs> you on this year of that's hockey talk, Pat. Thank you for joining us, brother. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you for having me. Gumpy, you look amazing in the cabin, pal. Frankie, Nuki, Nuzini, good to see you. Rupper, huh? How you doing? <laughs> oh, wrong way, you fucking mud. <laughs> You're on fucking backwards, the mirror. All right, I do that. Hey. I do that every day on the show, and like when I'm on a box, I try to look at the other person. I get it wrong 50% of the time. Hey, Billy Tubes and I, we're in the uh, comment section there for a little bit. We're wondering, hey, Q, you cannot have that bottom corner piece just missing like this right here. I'm asking you for a jersey for some time. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't even notice it because my camera stand is in the way. And now I'm moving over. AQ, that is that would have driven me crazy had I seen that. I well, another, I think the another empty spot over there. <laughs> this fucking fight club. <laughs> I don't know. That's where he prepares for the fight club. That ain't where the, that ain't where the fight club happens. The fight club happens at like a big basement. Right? Look at the fucking bags, boys. Look at the bags. Oh, he's ready. <laughs> he's throwing guy. kicks on those thing on that thing. <laughs> oh yeah. You want to see one? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. All right, that's a seven foot tall man, right? What do you do? He said something about you. Can we see? Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. 
No, other way. Other way. Other way. What this guy say to you? Oh, just wait. Just wait. He's usually talking shit, and then you get boom. <laughs> that was powerful. Hey, why did you get <laughs> leg lock? Looks like you got leg lock on that thing. Turned a little hip. One through. That was a good kick for him. I'm sweating from that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're in the desert, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Great to see you on that talkie talk. Boys, you know, I've uh, I've been watching on the phone. I've been commenting, but CMA Awards up on TV, you know, Peyton Man, Luke Bryan. It's a hell of a oh, program. Pat. I oh, see the pens. Pat, let's let's be honest. We knew what we were up against tonight. Pens caps is on. We got no rupper. We got we got the backup bootleg rupper in here. And, and Luke Ryan and Peyton Manning are going. We know what we're up against tonight. He was talking about you. Fuck I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just that's hockey talk regular. Uh, <laughs> see the name? Yeah, but you see this name? Fucking penguins stink. <laughs> zero, zero in a second. At the TV up there, I saw we had a uh, power play. I think they had one as well, right? There's yeah, they're on one right now. I might be a little bit behind, but that's a big another another problem for the Penguins this season. Is the penalty kill has been absolutely atrocious. Nick, you would know. I mean, would ask Rupp this question just because I'd feel obligated to ask Rupp this question. Gump, Gump, you're Canadian, so like, you probably know. Does any of this matter? Like we got a long season, right? I mean, it, it does 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 is it telling? Is there a stat that teams that do well at the beginning are the ones that win it all, or is it like a wagon conversation start whenever? It definitely helps to get off. It's it's a lot like we talked about with Lombardi with football. It definitely helps to get off to a great start. Last year, the Islanders didn't win the first. I think it was like fourteen. 15 games they didn't get it out of the gate they they had straight losses for 14 or 15 games and then they stink they turned it on near the end of the season oh. but they were obviously just so far out of it pat i said this earlier this is the penguins longest losing streak since 2006 since cross they fucking year. stink okay it's not fun it's tough so hockey whenever it's you're uh it's terrible how many times have you seen this this team go on to win six seven eight in a row so it's not Doom and gloom and everything stinks and burn it down just yet, but we're getting close. So if Tom, they don't start putting some str- stringing some wings together soon, it's going to be problematic. Real problem. We're dead. I might not be a hockey auto, but here's what I do know. That's I do crazy. know the first of the two cups in a row, I think it was, they fire Bilesma, correct? They put Sully in and they won like Johnson, Mike Johnson. 30, 39 to close out the season, didn't they? Yeah, so Bilesma was obviously – that was way back in 09, but Mike Johnson was the guy that they fired that Sully replaced. But same situation. They were losing a bunch of games in a row. Uh, maybe win one here and then lose three or four more. It was a young crew. Thank you. Boys on the ice were young. They just needed a little direction. Sully was the guy. Just like Sully landed that plane while he's drunk. <laughs> Sully was the guy to kind of motivate the, you know, the young guys, the young lads. Yeah. He's won more games than any other Pens coach in history, right? He's got yeah. that right. Yeah, so that's why, like, traditionally the move has been, you know, axe the coach because you can't fire the players and things usually turn around. But Sully's kind of a – it's kind of above that at this point. You can't just go on a couple-game losing streak and axe him. Like, it's going to take they're, – they're going to have to lose, like, 10, 11, 12, 13 before we get into – Gumpy, Gumpy, weren't, weren't we supposed to get pasta this offseason? What happened? Need Jari to be better. 
That is, I'm sorry, but that guy, I mean, you need your goalie to bail you out some nights, and he just doesn't do it. Yeah, it feels like he always stinks. What's his deal? Yeah. Why is he flopping around the other night, too? He's flopping he's good. around. He's, he's good, but he's never going to be great. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like Jari's ever going to steal you a fucking game. I don't. Uh, Pat, I don't want to change the subject, but I will because I'm just getting depressed talking about it. Uh, have you seen this news about Ryan Reynolds potentially buying the Ottawa Senators? Uh, Ryan Reynolds, obviously a BC boy from up there in Vancouver with Gumpy, but there was, it leaked out in the press that he was interested. Then he's on Fallon. They ask him about it, and uh, he says, you know, I'm going to need a consortium. I'll put a consortium together. I'm going to need someone in some deep pockets. I'm going to need a sugar daddy. And then, uh, what was it last night? He's at the game. He's at the Ottawa game, sitting in the stands, like not in, the pr- not in a suite, just sitting in the stands watching the game. Like, I think it was a pretty sweet move to try and drum up some support and kind of get things going. Like, the NHL needs a guy like that as an owner, right? Is that a move? Can we do that? Can we just start saying we're going to buy a team and then just get, like, a bunch of people with money to just give us all the money and do it? I'm Ryan Reynolds seems to be a great businessman. Obviously, his aviation gin and then the Wrexham thing, watching them do conference calls and Zooms on that documentary series and planning and strategy on how they're going to go about doing what they did. I think that was a cool little peek into the entrepreneurial brain of old Ryan Reynolds. Now, him just saying, oh, I need somebody who has money to buy that. It's a hilarious <laughs> move. You know, that's a hilarious move because we should buy a team if that's going to happen. Like, yeah, we should find a bunch of rich people uh, that have a bunch of money, and then we just get to own a team and stuff like that. I, that would be cool. I don't doubt he's probably a massive fan of the team. He probably loves hockey. He's a great businessman. Um, but this like RG3 saying he's going to buy the commanders and split it with uh, with like fa- fans, 10 fans or something yep. like that. It's like <laughs> that, that ain't how the world works, dude. I <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish it was. I wish it was. <laughs> The interesting thing is those are the conversations you have in fucking locker rooms every day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so expensive. It's so much money. And you think you think somebody's going to give all the money? Like Ryan Reynolds, maybe, because how handsome he is and clever and funny and everything. Like He might be one of the only humans on earth that could do this. But normally whenever people spend a lot of money on something, they would like the credit for it. Yeah. So and the control. People- and control, yeah. So if these people spend all the money to buy a team, which we looked into this like expansions, about like six hundred and fifty million or something like that. It was four hundred million a couple of years ago, yeah, or four hundred fifty million a couple of years ago, and then it's moved like six hundred million. We looked into this because similar thoughts. That and by the way, nowhere near as successful as Ryan Reynolds, charming or handsome or Canadian as Ryan Reynolds. So I don't want to act as if we're in the same ballpark, but the. Th- the thought did come up of if we were to own a team in a league, which one's most attainable? You know, like NFL is not attainable. You're going to have to be a fucking so wealthy to get into the NFL because these are all auctions, you see. Yeah, yeah. So like what it goes for, I guess, is what like people say the valuation is. But if there's a team that comes up for sale and it is a really like a good one and some of these bajillionaires are going to want to – a dude lost $15 billion in 24 hours. He's still a billionaire, though. Guy still has a billion dollars. They're talking about really good lost for him. I didn't billion. know that. I thought he lost it all. Good for him. No, I think he has like uh 999 million or something like terrible. Oh, nice. oh my god, I mean, terrible. But like, uh, <laughs> he, he lost 15 billion like that, dude. We talked to a guy today, his company's worth 27 billion, and he's planning on he's founder and CEO, but he's not even like 
there's so much money that some people have that are currently alive right now. So I think like getting into the NFL would be difficult. The NHL seems to be, especially with our group of friends and where we come from and everything, like that would be a great thing to get into. So if Ryan Reynolds is able to do this, uh, I think there is a group of dudes that are in Indianapolis that are looking on like, how did he go about pulling it off? Is Can we do it without being as handsome as him? Can we do that? And if we can, let's get a fucking team, boys. I mean, this. Let's get. Oh yeah, that would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Still do the show. Yeah. Still do I'm the show. We own a team. We fucking get our own little box. We put together like Las Vegas Golden Knights putting together. A sh- we get to host a live event. Fucking what forty sometimes a year. Oh are yeah, you kidding me? Are you? What are we? That'd be the time of our lives. And if we just got other people's money just being handed out for us to use, let's do this. That's what. Let's- you, I mean, you you nailed it, and it was absolutely beautiful explanation. Of everything Ryan's gonna have to find a group of people to pool their money, and maybe he can get like five, ten, maybe fifteen or twenty percent interest to the team. But he's gonna need some other players with some deep pockets. I mean, he's got money. He's a movie star. He sold his gin company you mentioned for a couple hundred million back, and he's very rich. Million, whatever it was, yeah, very very wealthy. The other thing with this is, and I know you want to get in the game. We talked about this in the office the other day. I don't think we want to own a team in Canada. We gotta. It's gotta. But it's gotta be an American franchise. Sorry, Gumps. No, no shit. I'm yeah, not, Gumpy, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna argue on that one. Christ. Out of Canada, dude. We're not trying <laughs> you to get don't tell me. <laughs> so to buy the Coyotes because I'm pretty sure they're gonna be up for sale. They don't have. No, there, there's a team you could get at a bottom dollar discount. I would assume they don't we have knows, an arena, though, right? We knows Zucker just snuck. A lot of land out here. A lot of land. We can figure that out. Yeah, it's a lot of money though. That's expensive as fuck to build an arena. Believe me, I just redid a fucking church into a Thunderdome. It is pricey. Yeah, other people's money. We get other people's money. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's what we're doing. Then See we're that? gonna trade. We're bringing Sidney Crosby out to the team. Thank yeah. you so much. Welcome to the squad, Sid. No, no, no. We get. Uh, let Sid finish things out in Pittsburgh. We'll go get Austin Matthews out of Toronto. He's an Arizona guy. Oh, His no, contract's no. up in a year or two. He'll want to come home. Him. We'll be we'll be in good shape. We can build around him. Oh my god, we're building a franchise around you, cuz. Come on back. You'll love that. Yeah. You'll be pumped. Bieber will come to the games then and we'll be we'll be we'll be rolling. Everybody loves Phoenix. Yeah. Got to. Plenty of Phoenicians will be showing up. They'll be back in the building. It'll be rocking. Phoenicians <laughs> everywhere, dude. We'd be Phoenicians, I think. <laughs> Wouldn't we? Yeah. Come on out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> are we what are if we, we doing up, this what if we end up at fight camp what if we end up at fight club dude are you oh, kidding yeah. me i'm getting those leg kicks oh, oh we should have all the players enroll they should not defend themselves on the ice they should all be rolling at camp it's part of training camp go see jake laser boys come on over this guy's basement for a couple days right, boys two at a time schedule it on your own must go through there if you can survive the Fight Club, you can make this roster. If we need, uh, if if money is what we need, I know where we we have AJ Hawks send a text out to old number four. We talk to Brett. We say, Brett, we need some money. We need it cleaned. Send that over right away. We're gonna go buy a hockey team. <laughs> we don't want that money. Imagine Brett Favre popping up right now to buy a fucking team. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> All right, listen, here's my idea. <laughs> Sports Mike money. 
I need money. You give me a little bit more money, I already took money. You give me a little bit more money, I'll finally make money with the money. Then we're all making money, you see? And I'm paying it back. It all comes back. That'd be crazy if we owned a team, though. It's been a uh, – I asked Ruben about it. Like, everybody wants to get into the NFL. Like, everybody that's rich wants to get a team. What is the downside of owning your own team? I guess the team could stink. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You could be the worst team with fucking a TV market deal and whatever else, and you're still making hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Not in the NHL, N- right? Look at nutting in the Pirates, though. Um, I don't it's know. funny you say that because Ruben actually, when he owned uh, part of the Sixers, he owned a, a piece of the New Jersey Devils, too. And they have been not good for the past couple of years, but they are off to a hot start this year, and they are finally uh, looking like a potential possible player. They're leading the Penguins division right now. Um, so yeah, if you're, if you're no near in the NHL, you're still making money. I mean, COVID took a hit. You're not making a ton. You're not fucking swimming in cash like an NFL owner, but you're, yeah, wait, you're until we, wait until we got fucking Luke Combs performing, you know, in between the second and third period. You know what I mean? We got an after party that's going on at a club that's being built in the whole thing. You know what I, I mean? Why not? This seems like the no, – seems. Like, hey, Ryan Reynolds, make it happen, pal. Okay? Show us the way. Because yeah. this feels like oh, this yeah. is the next step of our uh, of our business. And I'll tell you, if we're all Phoenicians, that will be a real, real cool part of it. Also, oh, if someone fair. came in there and, like, stabilized things in Arizona, the NHL would love you. They Oh, yeah. They'd make sure you got a cup, an all-star game. Everything was going your way so fast. You saw what they did for Crosby. Everyone says it. Everyone says the league bent over backwards for Crosby and Pittsburgh. If you could save Arizona, oh, Gary would take care of you. Look at us. What's Rupper doing? Rupper's the head coach? Rupp's coaching? Does he know that? I think so. I think we got to have Rupper coaching, maybe CFO Phil as an assistant. You think CFO Phil is going to go from CFO over company to assistant coach of an NHL team? You think he's going to want to do that? I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can do both. He can be crunching the numbers on the bench. He can get his laptop up. Hey, you want me to be the strength coach? Yes. <laughs> hey, show us, show us what the, show us what some of the ex- exercises you'll be having them do to build up leg strength. You know, because that's a big part of hockey, obviously. Twice a week, we're going to be kicking the bags. You know, you got to build up the shit. What type of kicks? Can you show us? Can you demonstrate what type of kicks we're going to be doing on those bags? You want to see a question mark kick? This is what the the coyotes are going to be doing? Yeah, a question mark kick. We got to work on hip flexibility, right? So we start low and then we go high. So it's going to look like this. Oh, man. Oh, man. Kind of look like a seven, but seven. That's pretty good, though, right? Yes. Those bump by your head. Dude, we're gonna yeah. win a fucking you, lord. You could have taken bro. a guy's head off with that. That was that was impressive. Will you be our uh, skate coach as well? You got rollerblades in there or anything we can demonstrate? Hey, Nick, didn't I send you the video of me trying to rollerblade in my fucking living room? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was standing on ice. Oh, shit. <laughs> I tried to take it to the street. I went, I was out. In, I, I, I wish I still had the video because I caught it on my ring camera. And I was trying to take it to the street. And I went to the street. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, I used to rollerblade back in the day. I could still do this. Dude, we all did. 
And I go like one, two, almost eight shit, two foot plant dove into my grass. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that video. You have a video that told you? I think I do somewhere. I, I don't know yeah. if I still do, but I sent it to you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I saw it. We yeah. have it somewhere. I got to find it. Dude, that happened to me too. I used to rollerblade all the time. We used to just. What happened? Where did we lose our coordination? Bro, not only coordination, that front outside of my shin. I didn't even know there's a muscle there. That thing cramps up immediately upon getting into the rollerblade. And I'm like, did this used to happen? Did I not used to have this muscle? I don't understand why, like, my calves lock up when I'm in there. It's just incredibly uncomfortable. And then zero balance. What happened? We bike, no problem. Get on a bike, no problem. Pat, do you remember uh, Diggs? A couple of years ago, bought a pair of rollerblades, and he was going to start skating to the office. He said, I saw him do it one time. I was driving to work and looked out my window, and I saw him skating on the sidewalk. And he looked like when Home Alone, when Marv steps on all the marbles, he was just sliding all around on some gravel or something, and then he never did it again. And I don't blame him. It was an aggressive move. Sure. He was so sure of that being his new transportation, too. Man, that lasted one trip. I think they're probably still in the office. Probably, probably, and then Ty put him on that one time. He took a spill. Oh, Dangerous dude, game. Did you guys do that? A couple times. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's like a trails everywhere, like designed for it for bicycles and rollerblading. Trail galloping, galloping goose trail. It's called. It's oh, fucking, galloping you goose. can take that thing. You can take that thing for quite a run if you want. Really. Oh yeah, people love it here, dude. People, there's it's fucked up here though. There's bicycle lanes everywhere, like on the road. It's like when I came back, it was completely redone. Like, it was it's fucked, fucked up, up, dude. What are these? Bikes? It was fun. I was downtown. I was like, holy fuck. There's lights for the bikers. Light you can't turn on reds because of the bike lanes. It is wild situation in Victoria, BC, my friend. I'm happy they're saving the planet though. Less oh, yeah. less Always emissions. Do. I hope we do that yeah. everywhere. Um, I wonder why you can't just pick up rollerblading like you did when you were a kid. I honestly do wonder that. I thought I was going to be Charlie Conway. I think you got to stick with oh, it. Yeah. I think if you do it, <laughs> you can't just do it once. Eater. Fucking cake eater. There's a cake eater I've ever seen. I bought a stick and I buy this stick. Now I'm like, now I'm like, man, do I just play deck hockey and tennis shoes? I'm rolling around my house, like running, like fucking. <laughs> hey, it's a world champion deck hockey player. I know, but he was rollerblading, right? You were rollerblading? No. No. And that was a long time ago. That was 20. Tennis shoes. I need to get into this. Roller hockey, whole different game. Deck hockey. I can play deck hockey. Roller hockey right now? Could you imagine? I would break my fucking neck. <laughs> Good luck, man. My they play that. There was a league. There used to be a league. There was the Vancouver Voodoo was the team here. It was fucking insane. Fast, right? They're probably going real quick. Almost absurd, dude. They were flying. Remember, ice, uh, you can ice, you can spray. Like, yeah. rollerblades. Oh, yeah. It's a... Uh... You remember pro beach hockey used to be on, like, ESPN2 back in the day, and they'd have the ramp behind the net. You could skate up and down, and the line yeah. was like a two- or three-point goal that you could score. For. That was awesome. Awesome. We need that. Let's bring that back. Lumberjack games. We're thinking about bringing up Luke Combs is killing it right now. Excuse me. Oh, I love Luke Combs. I looked up and he had his full ha. Ah, you know, who scored for the Penguins? Fucking Zucker. Oh. Zucker. We talked about it. 
you do. Well, a couple of us didn't pay attention here, Donald. Oh, CT, CT, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, for you. We don't know how to yeah, get the that. cream or the water, dude. I got a concussion cream for you, pal. All right, perfect. Send it on over. I don't know how many of there are left. It didn't get enough money from that damn welfare fund. Like AJ was talking about that thing the other day about fucking wearing something around your neck and squeezing your arteries. No chance that works either. <laughs> Bro, when you're training the coyotes and you're in there rolling with them, you better put one of them on because those hockey dudes are fucking high. Oh, speak Ovechkin just freight trained Jan Ruda here, and now the Caps are back on the power play. We'd like to get the next Ovechkin too, if possible. I'd like a goal oh, scorer yeah. that's electrifying. Hey, you know how you always say Lamar Jackson's one of one. They broke the mold. He's an anomaly. That's that's how uh, Ovechkin is too. I don't think you're getting the guy. Just he never gets hurt. He plays 100 miles an hour all the time. He's got an incredible shot. I, I don't know if we're getting another one of him in our lifetimes. Well, if there is, we'd like him to be on the yes. Him and Crosby having the exact same amount of points going into the game tonight is insane. Colasso. A shorty, too? Let's go. That's what we do. Oh, Pens are back. Pens are back. (laughs) The Gritsburg Penguins. Hell yeah. (laughs) Fucking McGinn. McGinn. I love Brock McGinn. Is that his name? McGinn's been a bit of a player this year, to be honest. He has, hasn't he, Gump? Oh, yeah. <laughs> McGinn, dude. <laughs> Bro, maybe we get McGinn on the squad too. If he keeps doing this, short handers, let's fucking sign him. He's gonna have to survive fight camp and he's gonna have to be able to do a seven kick. But I think he could handle fight camp. He's got a long deal though. I don't know if we want him. I don't know if we want to bring in those long term contracts like that. I think we gotta keep keep it short, loose, fluid type deals. Gotta be always ready to add like a less need vibe where we're, we're looking for the good veteran players to bring in and move out. I like, like this is what Vegas does. I like what Vegas does. They're aggressive. Yeah. Picks. The picks aren't it. Yeah. That's going to blow up. What Fuck. you're getting with the picks. Football too. Fuck the picks. Dude. Fuck them picks. And also let's get another jersey. Ram. <laughs> Fucking Rams. Hey, I got a good story. You, you, you talked about, you can't fire the players earlier. Yeah. So, Pat, I don't know if you ever saw this guy, but when you play in Seattle against the Seahawks, there's this guy, when you come out of the visitor tunnel, he's had season tickets. You know about this guy, Gumpy? I've heard the story. Okay, so this guy sits. He's got the corner seat, basically. Like, you come out the tunnel of the opposing locker room, and you come out, and he's the corner right there, the corner when before you come onto the field. And he brings, like, 100 sheets like with him with like markers and it's different. It's different. Like saying time. So you come out for warmups and he sees something, boom, he comes up with a saying. So we had this little short, like assistant strength coach. And like, I was walking out with him and then we came walking back in before warmups and he's holding the sign up and it's like, are they going to fire you out of a cannon at halftime? Like, <laughs> so this is the year that he gave. <laughs> Like and it's different ones every time. Every time you come out of the locker room, there's a hilarious saying this guy has on his poster. <laughs> so it was the year that BA ended up retiring after the game from the Cardinals. Then the next year he did the media deal and then he gets back into coaching, right? 
we walk out the tunnel right before the game. So we went in for like the pregame speech, all that stuff. And then now we're coming out and he's got this sign up. It's the biggest sign I've ever fucking seen. He's holding this sign up and it says, keep BA, fire the team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. I was like, man, we are fucking bad. We are bad. <laughs> <laughs> we are bad. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of bad, this has been a bad show tonight. Maybe our worst ever. Not because of you, Pat. You came in, you saved the day. No, you know, no, no, no. I made it probably because of AQ. Uh, you know, we always miss Rupper. We miss that presence of having that Stanley Cup champion, that game seven goal scoring hero. Uh, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to get out of here. We want to go watch the CMAs. We want to go watch the third period of this game. Gumpy's got the Couvers on his mind. CMAs are commercial. Just want everybody to know. Don't worry about that. Okay, CMAs good. That's good. That's Zach Brown Band still to perform, though. Oh, uh, got to catch that. I got to okay. catch that. Uh, Luke Combs just finished wrapped up, right? Pat, we appreciate you joining us. AQ, we appreciate you making time for us, as always. I know I know you're always watching, but we appreciate you coming back on. Shout out to uh, the sponsor for the evening, the American Dream Nut Butter. This is good stuff, I'm telling you. Hell yeah, it is. You're going to want to get in on that. There's a link. A lot of protein. A lot of protein. A lot of protein. Low carbs. Not butter. Uh, We appreciate everybody in the chat. Thank you guys so much for rocking with with us. Uh, A surprise. Uh, I'm looking at it over there. Maybe something to give away. We're not going to do it tonight, but in the near future. stick. Give away the stick. I'm looking at it over there. Not now. Power boy. Not now. What'd you say? Is it the Bauer? The, the Easton? Yeah, the Easton one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't know, dude. <laughs> Get on your rollerblades, dude. Got one. Got one. You should see me. You should fucking see my stick handling around the kitchen. It's unbelievable. It's like trying to kill a snake you ain't got with a dangles, shovel. Dude. You ain't got dangles. Dangles. You don't have dangles. Look, I even looked up what the curve is. My fucking curve. You are auger? They're toe dragging like you can't believe. <laughs> me and Sid, me and Sid, yeah. flat stick, pal. Uh, you yeah. got to work both angles. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, because I might be a lefty, might be a righty. I got sticky mitts, though. It's not it's real crazy. sticky. AQ, hey, it's been a while. I think we need another video of you, maybe with this stick showing them dangles off. <laughs> yeah, in the kitchen. Make it sound like I'll you're chopping onions. Break. I'm going to walk in fucking guns blaze. Hey, share. Share, <laughs> film me real quick. I know you got kids to deal with. <laughs> Work. I gotta showcase some dangles. <laughs> I don't have any hockey balls, but I got a lacrosse ball in my gym that I roll around on. Gonna... <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, hey, can we right. do one more kick on that fucking bag? Yeah, give us one more. Send us yeah, off. Send us off. Thank you. I'm gonna give you what? one of these. The Hold on. What construction are... right now? So I apologize if you see any. So you guys. Fucking look at this. The whole thing's under construction over there. Oh no, what a piece of trash. <laughs> Looks good. You got a good gym, bub. You should be proud of that. I don't, no, whoa, whoa, if you hit the same seven kick, we're not gonna see it. Go. I'm gonna open the door in case I kick this thing in. Yeah, show off that <laughs> show off that pool out there. Oh, look at the door, double doors. Wow. wow. This guy did well. Large. Wow. Wow. Oh, there's the lights on. Okay, you ready? I'm on a double kick. All right, we ready? What? Double kick. We're going to do double kick. I think I know it's coming. 
two, oh. three, four, five, six. That's a double. <laughs> athlete. That's an athlete right there. <laughs> What's that? See that face in my nightmare. <laughs> that was amazing. There's no way that's part of double. <laughs> well, I got excited when I hit two of them. I'm like, fuck, my hip didn't blow. Let's keep this thing going, boys. You did three doubles. Got it. Yeah. Three doubles. Yeah. That was impressive, though. That was some powerful thrusts right there. Great <laughs> kicks. I would not want to be on the receiving end of those. I think we should give something away for that. I mean, don't you? I mean, I think we should give something away for that. I think it's only right. What about one of those sticks in the back? AQ's thing there. Okay. AQ, what do you got? What are all those things back there? <laughs> <laughs> stretch stick. Do you have any of your MMA gloves to give away, AQ? <laughs> kick that ball. Are you going to kick that ball? Is that a punch? In? What is that? A medicine ball hanging from the... What is that? You're working uppercuts on that. That's the one they do the uppercuts on, I think. Yeah, yeah. Wrecking ball. Look at this thing. Oh, like Miley. Look at this. So you hit uppercuts on that fucking... Uh... Oh, no. Oh, he no. Not, he knocked oh, it out. <laughs> too much power. Too, too much electricity. <laughs> this is Joe Nardo, if I bet. Oh, it's only right. Oh, there he is. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> You know what I thought just happened? I thought when I had my back turned, I thought you guys were all like, hang up on it, hang up on it. <laughs> no, I turned around, all three cameras go out. I'm like, this fucking got me. <laughs> we're still doing a show. You no, had a glove froze, on dude. before we saw you. Yeah, because I took it off. I thought you guys hung up on me. Another snipe for the Guinos, Petrie, three zip. That's what we're talking about. Boys we come rolling. back on Hockey Talk. The Hockey They're Talk back. comes back. The pens are good. Let's go, hey, Glue. What's everybody want? Hey, Glue. Oh, head. What do you got there? This is my ground and pound glove, so I take the bag on the ground and I get the little ground and pound, you know? Do you have a bag that you have down? No, I take it off. You take I that take that thing off. off my and just put it on the ground. Oh, straddle it. Straddle, switch knees. Oh, my God. You beat the fuck out of it. I'm fucking 100-0 and 0 in this fucking arena. Right <laughs> <laughs> never lose. It's unbelievable. I never lose. It's like you in the Oculus, you know? Robin's in the room. Uh, we've given away enough. I mean. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> We're getting out of here. All right, everybody in the chat, we appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. Rupert will be back next week. We will have a much better show. Pat, appreciate you for saving us. Uh, AQ, appreciate you for saving us. Uh, everybody, go enjoy the rest of your evening. Go watch these games. Go watch the CMAs, whatever it may be. Uh, thanks for rocking with us. And that's Hockey Talk.